0: are you feeling stressed overwhelmed confused don't really know how to move forward aren't sure about what goals you have for the new year and or are panicking about wanting to finish up everything that you had set out for yourself before the new year begins because if so This episode is exactly what you need to help yourself make the last few weeks of 2023 count. So welcome back. If you're new here, welcome to another episode of the Four Better Days pod with me, your host, Kiera. I am here to help guide you through all your trials and tribulations helping you figure out what to do where to go the next steps in your life because trust me my life completely turned upside down in 2023 and I have started to rebuild my life and I'm hoping to help you guys along the way so before we get started with all my tips and tricks on how to make the last few weeks of 2023 count let's just start off with my segments of the week. Now, this episode was supposed to go out last week, but last week was actually my birthday week and I had done a lot of celebrating. I was hanging out with family and friends and just doing a lot of things and going out to dinner and I'm so thankful for another year around the sun. I turned 26 years old, which means I'm officially, well, not actually, I'm still in my quote unquote mid-20s. I'm not going to say I'm in my late mid-20s, but it feels kind of weird and very surreal to say that i am 26 years old i feel like time has just flown by so so fast but i still have so 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 much life to live again very thankful to have turned it 26 next week's episode is going to be all about like life in your 20s and the 26 things I learned by 26 years old so stay tuned for that episode as far as my affirmation of the week is I am letting go of stress and worries just because I know this time of year December Holiday season, the time before the new year, can be very stressful for a lot of people. So I just want to let go of it all as much as I can. Obviously, we can't always just let go of all of our stress. But it's okay to take some time for yourself to rest, to relax, and just to focus on other things that aren't as stressful for you. Start baking, go on some walks or whatever. Just get your mind off of whatever is causing you this stress or this worry. As far as my current favorite... I love, love, love gift shopping, Christmas shopping, giving gifts. Figuring out what I think people would like or what I think they might need or would want or anything like that, I actually just wrapped up my Christmas gift shopping yesterday. So I've officially bought all the gifts for all the people that I'm giving a gift to this year and I'm so excited. I want to like just tell people. That's my issue is I just want to tell people or give people what I got them. But obviously, A, not everything has come in yet because I did a lot of online shopping and B, that would just kind of take away from the fun of opening up gifts. Also, I want to thank you guys for all the support you have given me this last year, as well as these last two years of having the podcast. It's crazy to me that in January, it's literally going to be the two-year anniversary, I think, of the podcast where you're going into our third year, which is Absolutely crazy! So, thank you for supporting Spotify Wrapped came out about a week and a half ago. And so, so many of you guys were posting about how you listen to the podcast and how the podcast has helped you out. And it honestly means the world to me. You actually don't understand how teary eyed I got when I was seeing all those Spotify wrapped on your guys' stories and tagging me in them. They made me so happy just because. When you record a podcast, you're pretty much talking to the void, even though you know other people are going to be listening to this at one point or another. And then actually seeing people post about listening to the podcast just makes me so happy. With that being said, let's just get right on into the main portion of this episode, which is how to make the last few weeks, days of 2023 count. (laughs) I used to be the type of person that would stress and rush so many things at the end of the year. I would set out my goals in January. I would set out 50 plus goals for myself for the year, a lot of them, which were more than likely unobtainable. And by the time December came around, I would just be so annoyed and so mad at myself for all the things that I didn't accomplish didn't do, didn't start, and I would try to do everything at once within a month time span. And sometimes we need to just release that pressure because, again, not everything has to get done in December. Honestly, December is typically the most wonderful time of the year, but it's also the most busy time of the year. With work, a lot of projects are wrapping up. With school, you're taking final exams. With life, you're celebrating. You're going from family to family, house to house, event to event. So we need to put ourselves first and just really focus on what is best for ourselves. I would highly recommend you guys listen to last week's episode if you haven't already. It was all about taking care of yourself, especially in the winter seasons and the busy months of the year and how you can actually you know, take some time out of your day, your week, your month to do things that are better and best for yourself, your mental health, your physical health, all of those things and more. But again, going back to the releasing the pressure, we just need to release the pressure of it's okay if not everything got done. Not everything's also meant to get done within a year time span, let alone a month. So next, I'm just going to give you guys a few little tips of what you can do to kind of help make the last month count. Number one is to review and reflect on your 2023 goals. A lot of us typically write these down in our notes app, in a journal, on our computer, wherever you wrote down your 2023 goals or if you just had a mental note, maybe write it down. Write down what you accomplished. I want you to write down what you accomplished out of those goals. So if you had a list of 15 goals for the year, maybe you accomplished six of them. Maybe you accomplished all 15 of them. Maybe you accomplished three of them or none of them. I want you to write down what you accomplished. I want you to write down what no longer aligned with you this year. So maybe in January of 2023, literally the first few days of the new year, you wrote down XYZ. Let's say, for example, you wrote down that you wanted to move to another state, maybe that no longer aligned, and maybe you found the most perfect apartment in the state, or maybe you decided to live at home with your parents for another year to save up more money, or honestly, whatever it was, like whatever reason that that goal no longer aligned, I want to know why, why did this no longer align, so whatever goal it was, I want you to write down, this no longer aligned in my life, or to me, because blah blah and blah and then after that you'll have down a few things of what hasn't been completed yet so we already wrote down what you accomplished we already wrote wrote down what no longer aligned and now we have to write down what hasn't been completed from that list of what hasn't been completed i want you to determine if this is a goal that you want to bring into the new year so in this instance if this 2023 goal that i have yet to complete Is this something that I wanna do in the new year, that I wanna do in 2024? And from that list, however many or few it might be, I want you to create a new list. You're gonna create a new list of goals and or intentions that you have for yourself for 2024. And the best way or the best method that I have found and that I've been using probably for the last like five years is to split my goals for the new year into multiple different categories. So instead of just having a list of 2024 resolutions, intentions, goals, whatever you want to call them, instead of just listing one through 20 or one through 50, whatever it may be, I want you to split it up. And so the categories will obviously differ person to person. I personally like to use a category for personal, a category for financial. Maybe you blend financial and career. Maybe you'll have a category for health, a category for relationships, a category for travel. Whatever it may be, splitting it up into categories kind of helps me visualize, okay, so as far as my health, this is something that I really want to focus on. As far as my financial, these are things that I really want to focus on as well. but. Obviously, my health goals and my financial goals likely don't coincide. So this way you can start breaking things down even further. Your financial goals, you're going to break down those goals even further. So maybe one of your financial goals for the new year is that you want to save up $10,000 or that you want to earn X amount of money per year or that you want to get a new job. You're going to break down those goals of actionable tasks that you can do. So if you want to get a new job in the new year, that's easier said than done. And if you just have on your list, new job. Okay, what kind of new job? What field of work do I want to work in? Where would I like to work? Nowadays, since so many things are flexible, do I want to work in an in-person job, a remote job, a hybrid job? Do I want to work a job that you know, caters to my technological side or to my creative side or to my mathematical side, whatever it may be, it's easier to start narrowing down on your goals if they're already split into different categories. That's why I love splitting it into different categories. And that's why I love digging deeper into each of my goals to make it more actionable. Because now we narrow down, okay, this is kind of the type of job that I would like to have in the new year. Well, from there, you need to make actionable steps because if you just say new job, okay, well, now we know what kind of new job you want, but how are you going to get this new job? So actionable steps, I would like you to have maybe one to three actionable steps per goal. That way you already have a plan. You've already mapped out an entire plan of how you're going to achieve all of these goals that you already split into all of these different categories. That way every day, every week, every month, every quarter of 2024, you can just start checking things off, like I've actually started working towards this goal. I'm 75% done toward like of this goal or whatever it may be. So actionable steps for for example, we're going to go back to that same example, getting a new job. What am I going to do on the daily, on the weekly, on the monthly, on the quarterly? To help myself get a new job. Maybe an actionable step is to apply to 10 jobs a week. Maybe an actionable step is to revise your resume or your CV or, you know, get some more experience. Maybe if you want to go the doctor route, maybe you shadow a doctor at a doctor's office and your goal could be to shadow a different doctor every month or every two months, or whatever it may be. I'm not in the medical field, so I don't really know fully how that works, but you guys kind of get the idea. Let's break down another one. So maybe your goal is to, let's kind of go with something that's more aligned to what I'm currently doing. Maybe your goal is to run a half marathon. I started training for my half marathon that's coming up in March, a week ago, literally a week ago. I have 14 weeks, or now 13 weeks, until my half marathon. My goal is to run a half marathon. What is that? It's 13.1 miles, I believe. I am not a runner. I hadn't run for a good while before I signed up for the half marathon. It was just something I've always wanted to do. It's a goal I've always wanted to accomplish. And I said, F it. Let me just sign up for one and start working towards it. So My goal, run a half marathon. That goes under the category of health or maybe fitness. Whatever your categories were named, it could kind of go into health and fitness if you decided to join the two. Now, breaking down this goal into actionable steps. We know my half marathon is in March. We know it's 13.1 miles and I have not run more than two miles prior to starting this training in about... Three years, so I have to get a training plan. So, what did I do? I downloaded Nike Running Club and I signed up for the half marathon training plan, which is a 14 week training plan, which luckily enough coincided with my 14 weeks away to my half marathon. So, now every week I have this sub goal of running four to five times per week based off of this training plan. So, one day I'll run 15 minutes. The next day, I might run 20 minutes. By the end of the week, I might run four miles. I'm working towards this every day. But okay, I have a training plan. I have an end goal and date. I literally have a physical date for this goal because not all goals have a physical date. But for this one, I do. What else do I need? What is another thing that can be broken down? Well, since I was not an avid runner, I didn't have the proper attire, especially since I'm training in the fall and will be training in the winter. It is getting horribly cold out. When I run in the mornings, it's about 30 degrees Fahrenheit or about zero degrees Celsius. That is freezing. So what did I have to do? An actionable step was for me to get some gloves, for me to get some earmuffs, for me to get thermal gear. That way I can properly run and properly prep and properly train for my half marathon. Those were actionable steps that I had in my goal that was categorized under health and fitness. Does that kind of make sense? So I want you to write down all your goals, then create categories and then place them under your goals and then create one to three actionable steps per goal. That way, you know, you are actually working towards doing those things. It helps you create an achievable plan of action. After you've reviewed and reflected on your 2023 goals, the next step is I want you to actually enjoy these last few weeks of 2023. So after you've reviewed and reflected on your 2023 goals, the next step is to actually enjoy the last few weeks, the last few days of 2023. Enjoy the holiday season. Whether you celebrate Christmas, whether you celebrate Hanukkah, whether you celebrate Kwanzaa, whether you don't celebrate anything at all, but you just love the holiday festive season, I want you to do all the holiday things. Remember in the beginning, I said release the pressure. We've already gone and reviewed and reflected and created our 2023 goals. In a few episodes, I'm going to actually do a whole episode about how you can go about creating your goals and my goals for the new year. That way you can get some inspiration, get some ideas. I'm actually, this is actually super exciting and I'm doing this for the first time ever, but for the first week of the new year, so for the first five days of 2023, Monday through Friday, I have an entire series planned out to help you glow up prepare, become your best self, manifest for all your dreams, desires, intentions, goals to come true in 2024. So it's going to be an episode a day, which is going to be super excited. So make that mental note that you're going to get an entire episode every single day for the first five days of 2024, because I'm so excited. Aside from that, we've already started creating and reviewing and reflecting on our goals. Release the pressure, just drop the pressure to be perfect to have to achieve everything within the last 14 days of the new of the year because why rush it you are not any less of a person because you didn't complete all of your goals i don't want you to try to rush things that need time to grow you know at the end of the day maybe you're not everything you wanted to be in 2023. Maybe you didn't have the biggest glow up or transformation, or you aren't currently living the life that you thought you would be living. I told you guys, my life got completely and utterly flipped upside down. I went from being in a long-term five-year relationship, living in Miami in my dream two-bedroom apartment that had floor-to-ceiling windows that let in all the light that I can want and desire in the world, to ending that relationship, moving back home with my parents, living in my childhood bedroom, and having no idea what the heck I want to do and where I want to go next. But I'm not rushing things. I am not forcing myself to figure out the next plan of action right this second. I'm not forcing myself to force myself into a situation that I don't even know if it's one for me. I'm just kind of right now living day by day. I'm taking it one step at a time because again, I'm not rushing things that need time to grow. You set out some of these goals in the beginning of 2023. You gave yourself an entire year to do some of these goals. Why do you think it's okay to complete a goal starting within the last seven eight ten fourteen days of the year some of these things need time again i'm not everything i want to be right now but even though my life got completely and utterly flipped upside down turned on its head i'm still more than i was at the beginning of 2023 i have still achieved more than i had planned to or intended to Whether or not that means I met all of my goals, whether or not that means I met none of my goals, whether or not that means I met half of my goals, I am still better and more than I was in 2023. Why? Because you had an entire year, an entire 12 months, an entire 365 days to go through events, trials, and tribulations, and learning experiences and growth whether you think you grew or you did not grow you did ultimately grow in some shape or sense of the word and you're still learning your time isn't up a lot of people think i set out these goals in 2023 a lot of goals also take longer than a year say you set out a goal to become a full-fledged you know entrepreneur making a million dollars a year that might take more than a year to do unless you hit the jackpot unless you you know your business your whatever entrepreneurship you did maybe blew up on social media and you got all this fame overnight It might take a hot second before you actually start making over a million dollars a year in your business. Now, that's an amazing goal to have. If that's your goal to make over a million dollars a year, that's perfect. But just know that even though you set that goal and or intention at the beginning of 2023, it might not happen at the end of 2023. You never know, it could happen by February of 2024, but it also could take until March or June of 2027. Some things take time. Your time isn't up just because the year ends. There's the difference between 2023, December 31st, 2023, and January 1st, 2024 is literally just a day yes it's a new year there's a new number we're starting at the beginning of a new month but the difference is just a day just because you didn't accomplish one goal in 2023 doesn't mean you have to stop and doesn't mean you can't and or won't be able to accomplish it in the new year now that was a little sidetrack let's go back to actually talking about enjoying the holiday season i want you to do all the things again releasing the pressure the difference between 2023 and 2024 is just a day do all the christmas movie binges decorate your house your apartment your bedroom whatever go ice skating bake some cookies drink some hot chocolate go christmas shopping or honestly just Have a little shopping spree on yourself if you don't need to do any holiday shopping for others. Maybe go to some Christmas bars. A lot of bars, decorate and go all out for Christmas and have all these fun little shots that are Christmas themed or whatever. Wear your ugliest Christmas sweater. Make some gingerbread houses. Whatever it is, I want you to feel like a kid. I want these last few weeks of 2023 for you to allow yourself to just let loose, release the pressure. And enjoy your inner child. Allow your inner child to come out and to play and have fun. Prioritize enjoying and making memories versus stressing about goals that you feel need to be met within two weeks. Now, the last one is to prep a little bit. Obviously, a lot of us have to do some Christmas or holiday shopping, maybe even declutter. I love, I feel like if you want to step in, to the next highest version of yourself. Again, I just said the difference between 2023 and 2024 is literally a day if we're going by December 31st and January 1st. But I feel like whenever I declutter before the new year, I'm able to release anything that is holding any sort of negative energy around me release it by decluttering by getting rid of stuff that no longer fits me that I no longer wear that I no longer like and go into 2024 fresher cleaner lighter in the sense that I'm not overwhelmed by all the mess in my bedroom in my house in my apartment in my dorm room whatever another tip is to organize your finances If you're in college, if you have a job, if you're a parent, if you own a house, if you have a car, organize your finances. December, November typically are some of the highest spending months out of the year just because we have all of the holidays. A lot of people have to shop not for one, not for two, maybe five, maybe ten people for the holiday season so we're typically spending a little more than we maybe budgeted for so maybe organize your finances create a budget plan for 2024 or for just january just organize things figure out your debt what do you on your credit card how much student loan debt do you might have how much car loans do you have left whatever it is organize your finances so that you can go into 2024 way more organized and aware of what it is in the sense of your financial situation. And lastly, I just did this the other day with my mom. We spent Sunday night just having some wine and making our vision boards. Create a vision board. We wrote down and reflected and reviewed our 2023 goals and our 2024 goals potentially. Now take those things, go on Pinterest, do a little Pinterest thing, take some photos, maybe print them out, print them out of Walgreens, a CVS, wherever you can print physical photos. Go to the store, get either a cork board or a picture frame and make a collage. It is the f- most fun activity and mo- the most fun I've had in a sense in a little bit, just hanging out with my mom and making our vision boards of what we want our next year and or our future to look like and just have fun. The theme of this is don't let these last few weeks stress you out. Obviously, do some organization, decluttering, releasing and figuring things out, but also have fun and let your inner child come out to play. So I hope you guys enjoyed this little episode. And as of today or as of tomorrow, we're almost halfway done with December, which is why I kind of wanted to do this to help you guys just release some stress and don't allow yourself to get overwhelmed by things you can't fully control or things you can't fully complete within two and a half weeks. And with that, I'm going to leave you off with a journal prompt, which is what are your top two to three goals for the rest of this month? So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, make sure to leave a rate and review. It literally will mean the world to me. And I'll talk to you guys in next week's episode. Bye. (laughs)